Yes, people, what's going on? It's a super late edition of Griff's Brain Dump with me, Griff. Obviously, how are you doing? It's episode 303. Who knows? Um, by the somber tone of this e- email, you know, by some tone of this pod, you may be anticipating I'm about to tell you something um, revolutionary or something that's devastating, seismic in terms of the pod or my life. But uh, no, nothing. <laughs> Some of you are thinking, why is it late? Oh, he's about to say the pod's ended. No, no, no. Why the pod was late was because I was busy this weekend doing family things. Um, doing family things on the Saturday. Then went to visit a friend with the family. Um, stayed over there with the family until Sunday. Came back Sunday um, late and just showered. And then um, I was like, I need to go to bed. I need to go to bed. And then um, wake up. I record on Monday. I record on Monday after I do my work in progress show. Uh, then my work in progress show got um, rescheduled, postponed. And so I was like, brilliant. I've got even more time to do it Monday uh, evening. And then just progressively through Monday, I just got a bigger and bigger headache. Like my head was pounding. It was booming, man. Absolutely booming. Somebody had turned out the base inside my skull. And I was like, I could do the pod. I could do the pod, but I may vomit. <laughs> and like, wife, super, super supportive. You know, she she's cooked dinner. She had washed up. Um, did I put baby to bed? I think I did. I think I at least did that. Um, and then I eventually tidied up toys as well because that's what happens when you've got a kid you just tidy up toys in the evening uh, and by that time I was just like I I can't I need to go to bed otherwise my head will fall off so here we are Tuesday Tuesdays where the pod's been recorded hence why it's been released on Tuesday Tuesday night um, but yeah that's that's what's happened but listen people what's been happening in your life you know what's been happening in your life how's your day been going you've been watching the World Cup you've been enjoying the World Cup those 10 o'clock games that are now by the time this pod I've recorded this pod, have stopped, but I was enjoying the 10 a.m. kickoffs. Oh, one thing about World Cup football, right? 10 a.m., Bob, game. Then what? 1 p.m., bam, game. 4 p.m., Bosch, game. 7 p.m., bing, game. Four games a day. Wunderbar. Now in the kind of the, the you yeah. know, Knock, it feels like the knockout phase, you know, there's jeopardy in the games. Today was um, Senegal versus Ecuador. My guy Senegal won. That's what it's all about. I say I'm supporting all the all the sub-Saharan African teams. This is my rank of support. Okay? So sub-Saharan African teams, that's Ghana, Senegal, Cameroon. Okay, those are the three absorbed. Don't really mind which one of three. Don't care. Supporting all three equally. Not from any of the country. So, I think... Um, I don't think any of my ancestry sales from... No, it just said West Africa generically. Even though it specifically said Nigerian. But the, there's another chunk that just said West African. Just generic. Just, yeah, we don't know where about. I know that when uh, Cousin Mind did a family tree, it was... Um, there was Fulani or Hausa, and then there was uh, Tikar, 
and there was Yoruba, and there was uh, what else is there? And there's there's Ebo as well, and then there was an, there was another group, there's another group, man. That's um, no, I think I've said them all. I think I've said them all. Yeah, and um, I guess the ticker people are technically in Cameroon now, so maybe that's maybe that's my team. Maybe that's my team. Maybe I'll back Cameroon more ahead of the other guys. But those is it's those three. Then after that, I would have to say it's just the teams with the most black players in. So that does include um, England, but France as well. Um, I guess it's really France. Um, who, who else is still in it? And Brazil got a few. Ecuador out now. But basically, it's an eye test. What I see on the pitch. I can't do it off my head. So I see on the pitch. So, um, yeah. And then after that, um, I guess it's the underdogs. Because I'm supporting the underdogs. Um, so just a smaller team. And then yeah, that's it. Those are kind of three criteria. That's how I work it out. So today's games, England versus Wales. Um, so you think Wales is the underdog. Yeah, but England has more black players. Therefore, support England in that game. USA and Iran. Um, yeah, see, that was a tough one. But I guess by my criteria, I guess I didn't really mind who won that game, but USA won. They got black players. It's all good. It's hard because like USA, because of their world position, I think that's what happens with football, right? We support, we view these teams on their political status, you know, as a country. So you think about the USA as a country, like I can't stand them. But then when you think of as a footballing team, they're a, they're a plucky underdog playing a game of soccer you know, it's called a game of something different to the rest of the world playing a game of soccer the soccer world championships so um, they're plucky underdogs um, yeah that's so what was dated earlier today obviously Senegal against Ecuador wanted Senegal to win not in doubt and the Netherlands versus Qatar I guess the Netherlands had have more black players so maybe I'm but if you see Qatar beat Netherlands, I'm not upset. Mm. It's tricky. It's actually tricky. But anyway, big up those three teams. Senegal, Ghana, and Cameroon. But yeah, I've been enjoying the World Cup, man. It's been really good. Really enjoyed it so far. Um, I think they've stopped talking about all the stuff around football, now, haven't they? They've stopped pretending to care. The football's getting a bit too important. <laughs> They've stopped caring. They've stopped pretending to care. It's crazy. The whole one love armband thing. I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week. I spoke about it last week. No, the one in a... Yeah, I think I mentioned about how it's always these players who end up having to be the ones who have to take a stance and never the actual big organisations. They have to clout. No, because it messes with the bag. You can't ever mess with the bag. Yeah, even the one love Oh, bad things. Not even a controversial thing. I'm sorry if I said this last week. I can't remember. But yeah, the one love armband. People say, no, nah, it's an LGBT thing. If you go to another person's country, respect their country, respect their culture. Listen, I hear all of that. 
if the one love thing was about lgbt specifically it's not it's just a generic anti-discrimination thing probably as powerful as the fifa armbands that say no discrimination <laughs> or the uefa slogan say no to racism you know it's it's just as powerful slash useless as those other um you know token gestures so you know just it's it's not a big deal um but yeah you can't mess up with the bag man can't mess with the bag like kim k is not messing with that balenciaga bag she's got kids to feed so look i get it i get it balenciaga you're doing your weird pedo stuff you know having kids carrying teddy bears with in bondage and you've got weird references to to you know to to court cases and hearings that passed kind of uh it's not, I can't say pro-paid, pro-child abuse uh, legislation. I guess it was, legislation was that uh, computer-generated images of minors isn't um, child pornography. That's what they had on the table, one of the images. And these kids kind of just looking a bit lost and crazy uh, with these teddy bears in bondage. It's like they were in captivity, it was weird. You know, a lot of people was like, hey, well, I say a lot of people. Candice Owen spoke a lot about it. Well, she's his Kanye's mate, so I have a little chance to dig at Kim. I just say, she looked nice in the video, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. But, um, yeah, it's just everyone just saying, you know, Kim needs to talk, Kim needs to talk, Kim needs to say it. It just reminds me of the, yeah, this David Chappelle bit, you know. Where's Jar Rule? <laughs> but she has a direct relationship, a partnership with Balenciaga. And then she released her statement. She released her statement, and her statement sounded like she was an employee and board member of Balenciaga. It, it was a tepid, it wasn't even an apology. I mean, sorry, she didn't even need to apologize. Her statement sounded like a tepid apology on behalf of Balenciaga. I'm not sure how they finessed her into that. I mean, like, I reassure, like she was reassuring us as the public that Balenciaga have learned their lesson. Everyone's just like, forget her, she's an idiot, she's dumb, she's a sellout. Yes, she's a sellout. He says, we, we're all sellouts, we just haven't had that indecent proposal. Granted, there's some things that some people don't have a price on, right? I imagine someone wouldn't go into business with Balenciaga now because of this. I hear that. Yeah, but if you're already in business with them, you know, you speak to your accountant. Is like, did that that ten million dollars hit the account? Yeah, you know, that ten million dollars cash hit the account. Okay, and Balenciaga did what? Right. Hmm. That sounds bad. That does sound bad, Charlotte. I'm not. Let me call my guy. Let me call my guy at Balenciaga. Hey, Stefano. Hey, how you doing? You good? Yeah. Just, um, just call. Yeah, that is what I'm calling about. Yes, I'm calling about the, the children and the teddy bears in bondage. Yeah, it is an unfortunate situation, right? So, um, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Right, okay. And, um, so, what do I want to terminate the the partnership the contract uh, look let's not be hasty about these things okay 
we all make mistakes. I'll post a statement, okay? Listen, you don't have to do that, but send that to the same account. All right? All right, nice one. All right, bye. That's how that conversation went. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> if you don't think that you would accept that, think about how much of a dickhead you feel at work every like few few days or few weeks when, you're, when your boss talks to you. Or, when a cust- or if you own your own business when a customer talks to you because they're your boss. Whoever is between you and your money is your boss. That's that's it. So, um, yeah. So if you run your own business, you've got some dickhead customer or you, like I said, you're an employee. Your boss talks to you like a dickhead. See, that's not even a generic thing. That's not a general thing. They're literally directing it at you. And you just go... Guys, a prick when you're at home, and then you go back into work the next day. So, listen, we're all little sellouts, all right. Now, that's not to say what Balenciaga did was okay, that's not to say that Kim going with it is okay. I'm just saying, I've never had 10 to 15 mil on the line. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, it's crazy, it is crazy, man. Crazy, crazy world we live in. Um, what else has been going on? What else has been going on? I mean, you've come up to Christmas. Have you come up to Christmas? Um, you noticing that people ain't putting all the lights on their house at the moment? Listen, don't put light on your house now. If you put lights on the outside of your house, you're literally telling the whole street, come rob me, in it, Because I've got money. The way the energy prices are, yeah? If you've got your lights on outside your yard, don't be upset when everyone in the street broken into your house and they've stolen your tree and your boiler. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to steal your radiators. Hold up. Everything's going to be gone. Steal your water tank. Your fridge magnets. Everything is going to be gone. You know what I mean? That, that little jar of Marmite that you think still in date but it expired in 2019. They've taken that as well. Everything's gone. If you've got your Christmas lights on, I'm telling you, man. We're debating about whether we're having a Christmas tree up or not. The way my daughter is, yeah, she's, um, she's a kid. So <laughs> it'd be lovely to make Christmas all magical for her. Like, it really would. It really would. I'd love that. I think she's old enough to get a sense of occasion and know something different's happening however when she pulls that christmas tree over and there is just a green little things all over the floor uh she's underneath the tree uh wrapped in lights uh, going, yeah, 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 yeah. what am i gonna do be annoyed at her because she's pulled down the tree or you know be annoyed at myself creating this mess so it's just it's just not worth it and i think some of our decorations are heavy duty decorations as well maybe that's what we need some cheap decoration maybe a cheap tree that doesn't shed and um maybe that's the way we go cheap sheep tree sheep tree so we just heard little play areas where our tree was last time we did our cheesy family photo 
where the tree was last it she's she's commandeered that as her area then it's got her own room chief she don't pay any rent nothing don't earn any money don't help towards the household at all i mean i guess she does bring joy anyway <laughs> let's get um she going to dear deirdre because i don't think i've got much to really talk about um there's probably some other stuff that happened in my week but maybe it'll pop into my head when we read the dear and deirdre um Jesus, why, why, this is a mad picture and a mad headline. Dear Deirdre, I'm burning for a small fortune paying my masseuse for sex. My massage parlour habit is costing me a small fortune. I'm burning through £200 minimum every fortnight. So that's £100 a week. Um, you know, £100 a week. If you just go weekdays, 20 quid a day. It can't be 20. I've just assumed they go every day. Because <laughs> I would say, if you're going every day and it's only cost you 20 quid for sex, you might be getting AIDS for free. <laughs> That's the special offer. <laughs> Discount code. Anyway, I'm a married man of 49. My wife is 44. I love her, but we haven't had sex for two years. Jesus. I'm an accountant. Isn't me. Uh, my wife has a... <laughs> Since we had, hasn't worked since we had our two sons, who are now both growing up. I have an alter ego though. That's when I dress up as Stacy and visit a massage parlor in town. And what? There's so much to this story, so many layers, so many layers. And now I'm wondering, is your massage coming from a man or a woman? What's the headlines? Masseuse. So it's a woman. That is mad for your masseuse. This way, they, this this one's talking about the bag. You think this masseuse don't want to say no to some big old man dressed as Stacy saying happy ending, you know, like last time. And he's just like, ooh, Stacy loves it. You think that masseuse don't want to say, nah, no thanks. But when that cash gets slapped on the table, that's her price. She's got kids to feed. She's got bills to pay. She can't be turning down Stacy. <laughs> Hey, when I dress up as Stacey, sorry, I have an alter ego. That's when I dress up as Stacey and visit a massage parlour in town. My wife thinks I'm at a golf club meeting, but I quit the committee 18 months ago. Jesus, you know when she's going to go to the committee and surprise you? Because that's what she's going to find out. She's going to find out on a nice one rather than a suspicious one. And they're going to be like, we haven't seen Jeff in oh, about a year and a half. She's like, what? Yeah, he hasn't been down here. Have you, have you seen Jeff? No. I ain't seen him. And she's like, what's going on? You look for your credit card statements and that. Then she's going to see the massage parlour. And he's going to go kicking through the door. And she's not going to recognise you. But, oh, I'm really sorry. But then he, he's going to bolt upright and be like, Helen. And she's like, Jeff? And he's like, oh, fuck. And the massage person's going to be like, Stacy. <laughs> Miss Stacy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
think that's the one. I think that's the that's the clip that they're gonna get me with in uh in ten years time. So I'm just gonna dig that out, and I'm gonna have to apologise to the massage community because what accent was I doing there? You don't know. Anyway, I've been rejected by my wife for sex once too often. I went on the website for hookups and saw a woman advertising massages in a place about 20 minutes from mine. Nice. She told me over the phone she could give me a massage with a happy ending or more. She explained that there are plenty of professionals and presentable people who enjoy her company. But it was when she assured me she doesn't mind what people are into that my ears really pricked up. I love dressing up. And if we are ever invited to a fancy dress party, I almost always dress up in stockings and heels. Listen, your wife must know about the whole Stacey thing, right? Because if, you, if you're going fancy dress with your man, and not once, not twice, but every time he's going dressed up in stockings and heels, it's not, you're getting more than a side eye, you get a full head turn. It's like, what is going on? I mean, what's going on? It's just, it's fancy dress. It's fancy dress. He's like, yeah, but the theme is, it's a Flintstones party. Wait, what are you doing? Uh, my secret is that I love the feeling of these clothes against my skin. So I changed into a dress for my master's part of the visit. My masseuse was about 30. Says she loved my outfit and stroked my legs. It felt amazing. When we went to have sex, it was all I could do. It was all I could do to hold back. It was over in a matter of seconds. She joked that I needed to last longer to get my money's worth. From then on, I started visiting regularly. My wife isn't suspicious about where I am, but I can't keep spending all this money. Do you think I'm addicted to sex? Bruv, that is not your worry. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my dad is cross-dressed and essentially bagging a prostitute on the regular cheating on his wife and spending money that he doesn't have <laughs> deceives his whole family and he's like hmm. you think I'm a sex addict like bro, you've, you've missed you've missed the target there you imagine my man's gone onto a train and just like shh just like you know what I mean like punching up everyone on the train set the train on fire comes out the train station and be like they think people be mad that I didn't have a ticket <laughs> what are you talking about oh golly um, so no to answer your question mate I don't think you're a sex addict that was surprisingly easy enough it would be anyway growing concern I'm worried that my husband wants to cheat on me with our neighbour imagine if this was the, the, the wife anyway my husband spends all day gazing out the window, hoping to catch sight of our neighbour. It's driving me mad. He's 66 and retired. I'm 62 and we've had a good marriage. If your neighbour is under the age of 50, then it's just, you're old, that's all. It's not that he's not attracted to you, he wants to look at something younger. That's all, right? That's all it is. I've got a house. I'm buying another house. Replacing this house. Does that stop me looking at other houses? No. You're just looking out the window. He's probably trying to get a boner for you, okay? The Viagra, the Blue Chew. Ain't working for him. If you're still having sex, listen, if you're still having sex at your old age, which is gross until I'm that age, 
that want their wrinkly balls and all will tickle. Um, you know, if you're still doing the do at that age, and be happy. Let him look at whatever he wants to look at. I'm telling you, if you take that away, you'll get a limp old man penis. Anyway, let's read this. Let's see. Let's see. I don't want to know how old this neighbour is. I gave 50. That was... I think I'm giving the guy a lot of slack there. Let's commit to age 40. Under 40. Anyway. If, if, you're, if the woman is over 55, they just don't rate you because you're only 62. Anyway, we saw some and grandchildren and life was good until we had new neighbours downstairs. Then my husband changed. Hey, you live upstairs? My, the neighbour's female and about 35. There you go. It's just like, it's not... It, come on now. You're being so jealous. You're not being objective. If you're just, bit, just being a bit objective, you'd see she's fit. <laughs> you imagine explaining when you're staring at another woman to your to your missus. It's like, look, if you just, why are women so emotional? Just gaslight the shit out of her. Why are women so emotional? You just be less emotional. Be objective. Be logical. I think you're 62. She's 35. You are old. She is young. You are all right. She is fire. I am going to look at her. <laughs> I want to know what he's doing though. If he's just looking, then just being... I won't say insecure, because insecure makes it sound like, you know, you're being silly. But, um, yeah, but you are being insecure. Which is fine, but you're married to the guy. He ain't going over. Anyway, let's see. And the neighbour is female and about 35. She lives on the ground floor with her sister. Just two of them. Golly. The cat brought in a mouse three months ago and she knocked on our door asking my husband if, if he could help her get rid of it. There you go. I think she asked, she knocked on the door and asked whoever answered the door. Now, this is what happened at that moment. You looked at him and said, you're not going to answer the door. And then he's like, oh, fine. He's answered the door. You've heard her voice and you've been like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> now you wanted to get up. That's what's happened. He's asked you to go get the door. You've gone, no, I know it. Because I'm telling you, if a man and a woman, husband and wife, are in the same room in the house and the door is knocked, the man is answering that door 99% of the time. So she didn't knock for your husband, all right? So I'm defending your husband here. Let's see if I'm totally wrong. I've, I've, I'm, I might die on the wrong hill. Um, he, he was gone for ages. He told me he'd had trouble catching it, but I could smell wine on his breath. <laughs> okay, now now the ground's getting a bit shaky. I'm not saying he cheated. I'm just saying he got excited. The young woman was just going, how old are you? He's, she's like, oh, you must be like 60. He's like, I'm 66. She's like, oh, <laughs> I really thought you were 60. He's like, oh, thanks. Oh, no, I'm just 66. He's getting all shy. She's got all three more years and you're 69. Pause in sexual tension. He's just like, fuck, you know. (laughs) Dentures falling out. Anyway, I don't think you have dentures at that age. Anyway, he's gone for ages. He told me he had trouble cashing it, but I could smell wine on his breath. He's moved his chair to the window so he can see who's coming and going. I know he's looking out for her. Um, My mother is 88. Um, my husband keeps suggesting I spend extra periods with her. 
mean, you should though. She's 88. Like, she's not going to be here forever. Your husband's being considerate. I think he's trying to get me out so he can see more of the girl. It's ridiculous. What would she see in him? It's a funny thing, right? So because of your suspicion, you're now going to stop seeing your own mum. Your mum's going, oh, I wish you could stay. You know? And you're like, I've, I've got to go home. Why? He's been alone in the flat for more than 30 minutes. So I, I need to go. Because <laughs> you think he's there clapping cheeks. This man will dislocate his hip. So I think he's trying to get me out so he can see more of the girl. It's ridiculous. What was she seeing him? Keep that in your mind. Keep that in your mind. What was she seeing him? That's it. You probably don't see anything in him. Listen. He hasn't going to embarrass himself. What you really want to do is this. Go tell him to try it on. Just let him embarrass himself. Let him try and fail. Let her laugh in his face. And then he'll come back and be like, fuck them bitches. <laughs> Won't be interested in any more. And that's it. It'll be done. That's what you need to do. Just, sit, just trust me. Pull away the jeopardy. Pull away the, you know, the naughtiness of it. Just go, yeah, go, go. Almost just be like, he'll be embarrassed to go. But, uh, no. Trust me, that's what I need to do. Um, uh, right, let's see. Right, this is mad. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> I was going to read some other dead ones. This is great. Because, you know, you shouldn't kink shame people. But here's the thing. I think we do need to kink shame a little bit. Just in life, you know. We just need to just bring it back a bit. Right? I think some of us are just too far on the edges. And listen, I don't know if I've got any kinks. Maybe I'll tell someone one thing and like, that's disgusting. What? I might give it up for the greater good of society. <laughs> I think all my stuff's on the... Anything I like doing, I think if you caught someone watching that on their phone, you would think, oh, that's just normal porn. Some of the things I hear people like, I was like, dial it back, son. Just dial it back. You've gone too far on the internet. You've got way too many tabs open. Anyway, dear Deirdre, my husband's mistress has exposed his wedgie fetish to me and I don't know how to confront him. A wedgie fetish, never knew just a thing. Dear Deirdre, a strange email me exposed my husband's wedgie fetish. I thought it was a joke, but I've learnt this person is his mistress and he's her sub. Do you know how unsexy that must be? If you're not into all that BDSM thing, right? Imagine you're not, you're not into that, that dominant submissive thing. And you find out that you're a man. Because, you know, how we've been socialised and sex and the energy and sex is male, masculine is dominant, the feminine is submissive. Whether we agree with that or not, whether that actually happens in, in practice, who knows, but it's what we've all been educated in. Therefore, if a woman says, I like to be bent like a pretzel, generally, generally men would be like, spit out my drink. What did she say? What's her name? <laughs> You know what I mean? Same if a man calls himself like a bedroom bully. You know what I mean? He wants to fling a woman around the bedroom. Some women be like, what do you say? 
What's his name? <laughs> Who is the other way around now? Man's just like, yeah. You know, he's, he's opening pages in the sex book where it's just like, I want to reverse these roles, though. But you now see some of these, like, cartoons or sex positions. I'm just like, listen, I get it. I get that that's meant to have a more central connection with the person, but I'm I'm not laying on my back and then trying to do a half backwards roll with a body hole and penis in the air and have a have my wife sit on top of me. <laughs> like I'm some kind of overpriced chair. <laughs> okay, so I just, just gotta dial it back a bit, that's all. And the thing wedgie fetish is that's in the realm of we just got to scratch that off, you know. I'm not I'm not even religious, I'm not even a prude, but I'm just saying, we just need to dial it back a bit. Anyway, anyway, um I'm 41. So I can't get my head around it. Apparently he met her for a few sessions while he was working away. Um I'm 41, my husband 43, we've been married for 12 years and have a six-year-old daughter. My husband's finance job takes him all over Europe and the UK, so we often spend time apart. This mistress explained my husband asked her to indulge his wedgie fetish and paid her to hang him up by his pants and engage in various wedgie acts. I was horrified. Where does that even come from? Because the first wedgie you would have got wouldn't have been from a girl, it would have been from a group of boys. Imagine, because you know, we used to wedge each other at school all the time. Where's that first wedgie that you got? The first wedgie I got, I was like, I'm banging everyone in the face and then everyone's laughing and then I see someone else get a wedgie. I'm like, oh, I don't know I got caught slipping. Let me just tuck in my t-shirt. Maybe that's why I tuck in my t-shirt t- till now. I need to tell my wife. She always cusses me, going, why is your t-shirt always tucked in? And I was like, oh, I get, I get cold. It feels, I don't like my t- I always say I don't like my t-shirt riding up. I don't like seeing... Um, people with their, their batty crease out when they bend over for things. I think it's just uncouth, undermines everything about them. Um, maybe it came from wedgies. <laughs> You've got to protect yourself at all times. I think that's all it is. I think that's what it is. Well, what happened to his, his first wedgie? His first, his first wedgie when he had his sexual awakening. He got all wedgie by about three guys and his face was like, mm. Oh, mm. you know what I mean? Everyone's wedging each other. And he's running all slow. He's there teasing people, just bending over like <laughs> the desk in science class. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear, with his underwear just showing. There's no one's wedging it because it's like it's in the middle of class, bro. Like we do it. To scream at the other guys. Why is no one wedging me? They're like, what is happening? <laughs> anyway, I can't believe I was reading this about him. He's never given me any clue that this activity is something he likes, let alone regularly engages in. I don't even know if he's having sex with this woman. <laughs> Apparently, the reason why she emailed me was because he wanted her. He wanted her to as a punishment. That is mad irresponsible, you know. These submissive, like, what's his name? Chuck Rhodes from Billions. These mad submissive dons who are just tapped. I guess the mad dominant 
dons as well they're tapped as well like there should be some balance still give and take right the ebb and flow of sex but when you're so submissive that you're saying reckless things like this you're gonna blow up your whole marriage just to give yourself a boner and then get wedged again not what's happening here <sighs> apparently the reason why she emailed was because he wanted her to as a punishment she also attached a photo of him in the wedgie predicament so this guy is so tapped he thinks his wife's gonna see this and be turned on like i said if you're not into this thing it is mad it's just mad um my husband's away until the beginning of the, uh, next week but i know i'll have to confront him i feel like i need to t- to, I need someone independent to be there when I talk to him. That's very understanding of you, you know. Please could you recommend any counsellors who could help me before he returns? Do you think a counsellor might be able to accompany me? I'm reeling from this revelation. My mind is all over the place. Do you know what? I just think that is mad. Like, I think it's so mad that you've got the presence of mind to go, let's see a counsellor together. I think it's mad. Yeah, I think you're right. You have a in, intermediary. But here's the thing about intermediaries, though. Everyone's got a bias. Everyone. So if this is some kind of pro-sex intermediary, they're going to be like, look, you want to let him just explore himself. And is this sexual awakening? You should be happy about this. You know? And she's like, nah, but he's been linking other women and getting wedgies. <laughs> you know, it could be that way. You can get some counsellor who's a super, super religious. And just, even though it's not a law in the UK, they might just stone your husband. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? That is mad. Mad, mad, mad. Um, right, one last one. And then... Um, Right, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see, 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 let's see. No, this is mad. All right, this is actually mad. Dear Deirdre, so I can't take it. I'm jealous of my partner pleasuring himself when he's away for work. What do you want him to do? What does he do for work? If he's out in these streets with a loaded gun, someone might get shot. He needs to just empty the chamber. That's what he needs to do. Dear Digi, the thought of my partner masturbating while we're, mate, while we're apart makes me so jealous. My partner and I used to have sex at least four times a day, and now he's posted away for work. I'm struggling without him. Okay, you see, that's a mad amount of sex. I'm <laughs> 34, he's 37. We often get fruity when he's allowed to make a call. But now the thought of him pleasuring himself when I'm not there makes me feel uncontrollably jealous. He's not calling as much anymore because my jealousy is getting in the way. Of course, it must be just long. Because I bet you're not even saying it in any sexy way. You know what I mean? You're not saying to save that for me. You know? You're probably like, you better not be wanking. Okay? Are you wanking? Did you make no time? He might not be wanking. And he's like, do what? The, the connection's bad. Hangs up the phone and just opens his laptop. 
Um, how can I stop this so we can enjoy more phone sex? It just stopped being such a loser, man. And that says, be sexy with your um, demands. Hey, be sexy with it. Don't just go, stop my game. Tell him why you want to stop in a sexy way. Um, I think that's, I think that's it. Maybe one more. Maybe one more. How long have we been talking for? 40 minutes. Ah, no, we've done enough. We've done enough. 40 minutes of pod is lovely, isn't it? Lovely. Um, so, have got anything to promote? No. Uh, no work in progress shows this side of the new year. So, 2023 is where all the hard work begins and really we get cracking with the work in progress shows. So, there's one on, on the 18th, that Wonderville, that was meant to be on Monday. That's moved to the 18th of January. Then we've got one of that's going to be Central London. They've got one at Vault Festival, which will be near Waterloo. That's at the end of January. Uh, and then in February, we have uh, one in Angel. And then we have... Uh, I don't have another one. I know we're in Leicester as well. But there's another one in Feb. Almost certain there's another one in Feb. And then... No, no, just those, just those two. Just those two. Okay. All right, that's it then. That is the, that's the end of the pod, people. Yeah, if you've been lovely, thanks, thanks for joining me. All right, people. Uh, speak to you soon. And again, I'm sorry it was late. All right. Is that enough? All right. All right, people, end of the pod. Peace. <laughs>